in a world of chaotic noise. The podcast Keep Walking With Me searches for potential solutions towards the best version of ourselves. One likes to make questions, the other loves to find answers. Nuno and João are partners from The Walking Mentorship and they bring the inside look in the life of the people they walk with. Every month, we walk together with a guest. Welcome to the podcast, Keep Walking With Me. This is our very first episode, which we will dedicate to the Kilometer Zero. The first step in many of our mentoring programs. Before we start, there is a disclaimer that needs to be shared. After listening to this program, you might feel the urge to step outside and go for a long walk. But don't worry, that is absolutely normal. My name is João Perriana, and I'm the founder of The Walking Mentorship. Today, we are going to cover the beginning of this incredible journey, and I will have the pleasure to interview my partner. Hi, my name is Nuno Santos Fernandes, and I'm the partner at Walking Mentorship. As Ron mentioned, we will be talking about the first years of our mentoring programs. And guess what? I will be interviewing my partner. Sounds like fun? So, Nuno, where, where shall we start today? It's our very first episode. So, um, well, and what, it's about kilometer zero, right? So, it's about let's zero. start at kilometer zero, the beginning of all routes, right? the beginning of almost all our programs and uh, i have to tell you that this is uh, this is um, a question in in our first exercise that that i really love because for me it is a little bit like um, you know as we often refer slowing down the train and stepping out of this uh, you know rat race that quite often we feel in our days and and the question is how am i feeling today <laughs> That's a great question. So, so probably I will ask you, how do you feel today? How are you feeling today? Well, really good, actually. Um, thanks for asking. Uh, but going a little bit deeper, um, well, I feel great. Uh, but asking this question is always a very good starting point to any uh, program for self-development, because actually we only live today. We, on we only exist and make decisions in the present. Um, the past is gone and the future, we can look forward to it, but it's just in the future. So looking deeply and, and analyzing how you are feeling today, um, making this question very honestly inside yourself and looking for the answer and actually just feeling the answer that comes out is um, much more uh, powerful than it seems at first glance. So uh, usually the participants, when we ask this question, they go for the easy answer. But uh, when you go, uh, when you start thinking a, a little bit about it and you go deeper, um, it is much, much more important and more meaningful than just feeling good or feeling not so good or feeling really crappy, whatever but looking for why that, that happens. Um, and actually, uh, we can look for the question, how is the walking mentorship feeling today? <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good one. I, I, I think I will take that one. Uh, I was thinking, I was listening to you. Uh, I, feel, I feel pretty happy, actually, pretty happy. Uh, but 
um, also looking forward to uh, slow down in the coming weeks and 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 probably have uh, have a rest because um, this past let's say four or five months have been extremely intensive uh, for us uh, since the middle of March when we felt that uh, we had to revise. Uh, our priorities we had to revise our action plan overall um as a as a you know organization as a group of people um we've been working uh e extremely hard to reinvent parts of what we are doing to create new programs to create new partnerships my god i mean when i look back these last four or five months i have Doubts actually, they are. I mean, the last three, four years. <laughs> the last <laughs> three, four years. That's what yeah. it feels like. <laughs> that's what it feels like. But at the same time, I think that it also explains the reason why we are making this podcast. I mean, what for? Uh, because um, we've been accumulating, and we are actually the the I would even say the loyal uh, keepers of so many incredible stories. Uh, that people have shared with us uh, throughout our programs, you know, the outdoor programs, the online programs, uh, the different routes that we uh, that we make. But probably uh, it makes sense that um, we don't keep it uh, as much uh, for ourselves, and uh, we have the um, humbleness, I would say, to um, to share it with others because we never know, uh, you know, when you drop this little. Uh, coin, uh, stone on a, on a pond, uh, what would be the ripple effects? And, uh, and, and it's not up to us, actually, to, to decide that. So we will do it. We, we, we plant the seeds, as we like to say, and then, then we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll just look for, the, for what the future brings. But that aspect of just um, this wealth of uh, knowledge, and it's not it's not especially practical knowledge it's it's practical but it's also emotional psychological knowledge that uh, we only accumulated because people have been um, have been sharing with us which is amazing and we are for sure extremely grateful for that i mean we have this huge luck of having um, the opportunity to do what we love and and actually Walking with amazing people on amazing routes is really, um, well, it's not a job, actually. It's much, much more than that. Um, but it's amazingly pleasant. Um, it can also be very challenging, obviously. But from those challenges, we also bring out the most amazing uh, solutions, the most amazing um, insights. And many times just uh and and connecting to that ripple effect you were mentioning many times we look at things that are apparently meaning meaningless i mean almost like um, you you do nothing you just uh, you share a, a glass of water or you uh, offer a hand uh, coming up a, a steeper climb or something and that makes the whole difference to someone else and so yes. being just available, being open to uh, share, to receive, and uh, willing to help and give is probably the most um, relevant aspect of doing 
the walking mentorship programs. I mean, you you need to to remember rule. Well, not rule actually. Uh, principle number three: the more you <laughs> give, the more you take. Right. And um, so uh, it's that that is really an interesting uh, perspective to to think. And now we are giving through this podcast, and we really hope for the uh, for the ripple effect. But I mean, if uh, whatever, if just if it, this is just beneficial to one person, that's great. That's already that's, uh, I I yeah. totally agree with you, and that usually leads us to you know in this kilometer zero we have a. We have a second step or a second question that usually asks us around you, who is around me. And uh, and here probably uh, I think the question we need to to, to pose to ourselves uh, is who, who participates in these walking mentorship programs? I mean, do you see any type of, I don't know, any type of restrictions, either physical, language, yeah, age, well. gender? <laughs> that, you know, usually the most frequent uh, issue people um, question is the physical part and actually that's the easy part for I I mean, anyone who is capable of walking down to the supermarket and doing the grocery shop it's okay you you can do the walking mentorship program no problem um the well the language can be um, uh, an obstacle because obviously due to the international nature of the participants because we fortunately have people from all over the world um i'm not sure if from all continents already but for sure we're getting there um so it's uh we use this common language the english and so being able to communicate in english is is very important you don't need to be perfect you don't need don't need to be fluent um i remember very well um, a participant uh, she had very uh, very big limitations in speaking in english however because she managed to express her emotions very powerfully in her face um, sometimes words were not even needed because somehow yes. the communication came through so yeah but but i, but I, I can tell you Noon, that uh, i'm thinking about even uh, we had at least once or twice groups where um, people were, I mean, the participant was not able to, to, to be fluent in English. I mean, maybe could manage to, to express I, I, probably not even 20 words and came along with a friend, with a family member, because the will to do it was so big, so intensive that um, the person found a solution. I, I bring a friend, I, meet, I bring a family member, and this person will help me because this not go, this is not going to be uh, a bottleneck. I will overcome that. So mm -hmm. probably uh, it's um, it's it's a little bit the blessing and the curse at the same time because quite often people are thinking about how are the groups organized, you know, how many people, where they come from, and um, we we usually uh, you know let as well a little bit of. Uh, serendipity to to play a role on it because in the end of the programs we often hear people saying what are the odds that i could be within such a group with these people in my life because uh, people really understand the added value of these um unpredictable uh meetings let's 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 put it this way 
<laughs> so yeah. yes, it's not a problem if you don't speak English. And as far as you can bring someone with you, that does. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Actually, I wasn't even remembering um, that that those situations where you really have people who need uh, translation. And actually, I, I think for those people, it somehow brings another layer to the program. Yeah. And and looking back at many situations where that happened, actually, not not only once or twice, but actually it has happened more often than that. Um, it's very interesting because, again, um, it, um, I mean, the communication happens in many, many more ways than just verbal. Absolutely. And so uh, it's it's very interesting. I'm remembering particularly um, a lady who, ca who came. She already had uh, a few years on us. She's a little bit um, older than we are. And she didn't speak one word in English. I think probably she could say yes and no. And I think that was it. Uh, and it's very interesting because in the end, um, I, I ended up with a very strong connection with her, very strong bond. And we managed to communicate, not by words for sure, but through other ways. And they are not um, less important or less um, rich, actually. They can even be richer. So <laughs> it, it, I think that is, really that is a, an interesting point. No, no, no. Well, let, let me bring a, <laughs> one aspect into this, um, into this, because actually this is something that has worried us uh, in the past, which is if you actually have a physical limitation that stops you from walking, mm -hmm. uh, or at least from walking, I mean, usually our programs call for walking 20 kilometers per day, which is, as we said before, very easy for someone who just walks around normally but if you really have a physical limitation or if you are on a wheelchair or if you have some sort of uh, physical condition and you cannot walk this was something that saddened us which we were not offering an answer to these people and now not only we have our online programs which actually you can do yes. sitting down or lying in a bed absolutely if you, if you need from to. your phone um you need yeah uh, although we do still encourage you to walk as much as you can or to move around even if you cannot walk, but uh, you can do them. You can do the programs and then we have these virtual walks, this uh, like these videos of uh, walks in nature. Yes. So at least we can bring you as close as possible to, Absolutely. The, and to the real experience. Because, and it's not image uh, back. <laughs> it's directly from our... No, no, no. It's... <laughs> The real thing, and and actually we still have plans for uh, even more immersive experience. But I think we'll get to that later on, probably with one of our future guests. I, I, think. I guess so. Uh, Maybe I will just make a point that you know, for the people that are listening and believe that uh, we only do uh, group programs. Actually, that's that's not true. That's how the walking mentorship started. You know, five years ago, that was the original idea and the original format. But over the years, we have um, uh, implemented as well one-to-one uh, -one mentoring program. So it's uh, it's a program where there is you know just a relation between the mentor and the mentee, and this can be particularly important if you are in a moment in life that you really feel that this is more you know a thing that you need to do on your own so you have the space the environment the time and quite often people ask us as well what about companies can companies participate in those programs and and actually it's true we do have corporate programs they are slightly different from group programs because as you know in a normal company 
you know, if you take people, if you take a team away more than three, four days, they will believe that the world will end. And we don't want that. So we actually have formats that are uh, yeah, shorter. shorter and, yes, and I mean, more accessible and actually tailor-made tailor -made. Uh, to, to, to companies. And uh, in, in, in referring to the one-to-one -one, uh, mentoring programs, I think one of the advantages also is that uh, it can be much more flexible. It can be exactly when you want it, yeah. when you need it. Yes. Well, according to our availability, of course, but um, it's much more flexible instead of having to uh, adjust to the dates, obviously, of a group program, which is set uh, previously and cannot be changed. So I think this brings for a lot of um, flexibility in different situations. You can uh, actually have the, the support of the walking mentorship if you really want to, you, I, if there's a will, there will be a way yeah. for sure. So even, uh, even if it, that's... if it's not clear, <laughs> which actually brings yeah. us to our third step of the walking, uh, let's say, uh, of the walking exercise that we do, uh, this kilometer zero, our first step usually asks us what is not clear. And, uh, I, I can't imagine, I mean, I, uh, you know, people that approach us, they have so many doubts, so many questions. I would even say, sometimes so many fears uh, that uh, mm -hmm. th this would be a, a, an episode on its own because <laughs> there are so many things. I mean, from privacy sharing, uh, you know, the, the, is it easy or not to, do I need to open up, you know, my ideas uh, with strangers? Where am I going to sleep? Do I sleep in double rooms? Do I sleep in dormitories? Uh, what, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about already the physical challenge and many people actually mm -hmm. are afraid that, you know, this can be really a, there won't be a, a danger. I think, uh, <laughs> let, let me, let me jump in. I think most people, the first question they ask is, am I physically capable of doing yes, this? Yes. Yes. And this is what they say outside. And probably this is even what they say inside themselves. But in fact, uh, the real issues come from, um, yeah, from within deeper questions. <laughs> so, uh, once you settle that, yes, you can do that. That is not a problem physically. It, it won't be a problem. Uh, then you start going from this for these more, more subtle, um, questions, which have to do with, um, being in a group with other people, or even just sharing with your mentor, what you are thinking and feeling and experiencing. Um, also the, in, in terms of, of the group programs, the sleeping with other people, uh, sleeping in, in bank beds, in <laughs> dormitories, in, yes, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, sharing bathrooms, all these issues, uh, come in play and, uh, actually, uh, but, 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 but you know, I, I, like I, I really believe that what sometimes makes people feel uh i would i'm not sure if it's to say more afraid i mean but what is not so clear is the fact that we are not giving a recipe from the beginning like a menu and saying look on day one you know like like a i would say like a a, a, a touristic uh tour yeah you know that you will visit point a you'll go to point b and actually what we are asking is stop worrying about all of these things Trust the process, obviously. Trust the mentors that are with you and let yourself go on this journey, your journey, that you will actually will not be forced to do anything that you don't want to do because that's a, that's also a good principle in, in our programs. Mm -hmm. But remind you, I mean, if you're here, it's because you want. And if the program 
it's clear for you what you're going to do on the programming. If you're going to work on your purpose, you're going to work on your action plan, align your actions with the, with the meaning that you want in your life. Or if you come on a program, you know, with parents and kids, you are working on your relation with your kid or your father or mother. Uh, or if you're coming on, you know, on a program to slow down, which is literally to help you to slow down, you know what you're coming for. And, um, and, and I think that the, 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 the questions arise so much more with the fact that we want everything to be predictable in our life. I mean, just look at the situation we are living with the current pandemic, right? I mean, this is totally out of our um, common uh, habits of having everything predicted from almost the day you're born until the day you die. You know, you have the whole roadmap and suddenly you understand, no, that's not what life is about. And, uh, and I think this is a good sample because these, uh, these programs, they are a good sample of what life can be, starting with something so clear. People ask me so often, okay, what about doing this program in this time of the year? How do you think? It's going to be cold or it's going to be hot? And, and, and these are the questions that I literally get puzzled and think I have no idea. Obviously, people are not expecting you to say that, well, we can talk about predictions and we can look about what happened in the previous years, but it's the weather. I mean, we don't control the weather. We don't control and the it's weather. It's great that we don't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, because uh, similarly to what you were saying about the groups, because al although we obviously try to arrange things to have more or less compatible people, but in the end, the the just I mean, just luck or uh, randomness determines the the actual dynamic of the group, and it has always worked out great. I mean, even when things seemed hard and challenging. And, and this is one of the aspects I think it's very important in, in the walking mentorship programs. You actually need to be willing to put yourself into the unknown, yes. into something where you are challenging yourself, you are opening yourself up to learn more about yourself in the first, uh, on the first uh, priority. So it's actually, the real, real deep challenge is, are you willing to look inside yourself and, and see yourself clearly, honestly? And, and face, face the unknown, right? So many times to face, the, face unknown. the unknown. It's, it's funny because you, we will try during you know, our podcast when we interview other people to bring other dimensions, not only what they do, their business, their ideas, but actually other dimensions that, as we know, help us so much to have a, a much better picture. And I would even say a more interesting picture about that person. So, Nuna, I'm going to ask you something that hopefully it's not coming too much as a surprise. I mean, if you had to choose one music and uh, maybe related with the, 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 maybe related with your moment in life, currently maybe related with yourself, is, you know, looking your life as a whole, or some of the things that we talked before, uh, what music um, would you choose and why? Yeah, well, um, actually, I've, I, I've been thinking about this because we had talked about having some music, some musics we chose. And um, I was looking for musics I loved for many, many years and I find very meaningful. And suddenly, this week, I just came across a music which is called The Known by Catherine Williams. I had never heard it before, and actually, although the title is The Known, 
she's actually looking for the unknown <laughs> in her life. So it's funny. Um, well, it goes something like I'm always traveling through maps that were drawn up by other men and I want to find a place that's my own, that's not from someone else. I, I'm not uh, citing, I'm just remembering the idea. Um, so actually I find this music very, very inspiring, at least for this moment in my life. And um, I think if we embrace the unknown as something good, as something that fosters our curiosity and our capacity to adjust and adapt, instead of fearing it, it uh, it makes life much more interesting. So All that's right. my All right. so my chosen music. Let's listening to it and and enjoy. Okay.
okay so i hope you enjoyed the the music um and uh let's let's carry on with our podcast i mean uh we have been following the exercises from kilometer zero the the beginning of most of our programs um the first exercise in most of our programs actually and the next question in in this exercise is what is calling me and uh, i think it would be interesting if we talk a little bit about what attracts people to the walking mentorship um what they expect what they look for um in these programs and um uh, usually many people begin begin by being attracted by the roots um i mean we do <laughs> do amazing walks beautiful walks in beautiful sceneries with uh usually amazing experiences in terms of um trying the local food the local culture um getting i mean walking off the beaten path and so getting a more real experience with uh with the people with the locals so this is one of the things that on a more uh, let's say leisurely aspect attracts people true um true. It, it, it it's indeed i mean i i, I even say noon that i think that there are a million reasons for you to come to the walking mentorship but the main reason that i think uh, triggers the final decision to go it's none of the ones that you point out on that list of one million reasons i think there is a a, a genuine desire from uh, humans in general to continue to develop themselves and that need of development that desire of development requires that you are connected first of all with yourself and and secondly with the people around you and the the world of disconnection that we are living currently it's very much influenced by the fact that we see nature as something external to us when in fact we are nature we are one actually that's probably the best expression and being one it means that when you have an opportunity even if it's only your subconscious to tell you that but when you see an opportunity to reconnect with yourself to be one um probably i would say that that's the the the, the biggest reason because you know that you miss something i i would even dare to say that this is related with the fact that our cells have memory and uh, and this is very hard to explain rationally, you know, on, a, on an Excel sheet, uh, make a, a planning for it. But if our cells have memory, and why do I say that? Because as you refer, we sometimes receive in our programs people that don't even remember the last time they walk uh, maybe to the supermarket, right? So they, they yeah. really don't do any type of exercise. And after one, two days, three days on the road, you listen to them and and i remember perfectly people some people telling something like it looks like i've done this all my life and obviously it is true we've done this all our lives for for thousands of years because our cells they have memory and you are just waking up you know that 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 memory there yeah that deep memory because that's that's exactly true i mean uh walking in nature is probably the most natural thing for a human being to do i mean we've evolved like that for many thousands of years and only in the last 
10,000 years did we become uh, settled and yes uh, pretty recent <laughs> agriculture and um, so it's it's very new in terms of evolution actually we haven't even adjusted to that and we are suffering the problems of that and actually uh, I believe that is one of the reasons why and we are talking about mentoring programs so this is not uh, uh, we, we don't go for walks for the pleasure of walking. We go for a mentoring program, yes. which is demanding, which is um, uh, it, it, it is deep and it is very demanding on your capacity to look at yourself, to examine yourself and to develop yourself towards the best version of yourself. So this is not an easy uh, exercise. And actually the walking and the walking in nature and the walking with a group of people is what makes it easier Absolutely. and lighter and um, more pleasant uh, so it's actually the uh, what people on the first analysis think is the challenge the walking is actually the help absolutely <laughs> quite the quite support. the opposite right yeah quite the opposite <laughs> and then the challenge is what's going on inside but it's always a very good challenge because first of all you only go as far as you want to go yes and then you are doing this because you want to to walk towards the best version of yourself. And this is, I mean, as powerful as it can be yeah. and as positive as it can be. And, 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 and this is so much related, you know, with the, with, with the fifth step on the kilometer zero, uh, where we ask what is pressing. And, and here, I have the feeling that if, if any participants would be totally honest on this exercise, the space that we give usually on this uh, visual canvas, our survival kit, you know, the name of the tool, the space would not be enough. Because the, the, the impression I have is that we are suffering as, uh, as global uh, species from an incredible amount of pressures. I mean, incredible amount. Um, and, 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 and the question obviously is, what do people struggle more with? Uh, before, during, and after the progress, because actually these three moments, they are not necessarily the same. I mean, before the program, maybe you have some family pressure, you know, business pressure, because you really need to allocate time. And this starts with yourself. I mean, you have many problems. You think you cannot do it. Oh, it's impossible. How am I going to allocate this amount of hours or days or, or, or so on? Then during the program... And, and also, <laughs> sorry. sorry, and also uh, uh, thinking about, oh, I'm going to have to sleep with strangers and I'm going to have to... Uh, I, I don't know where I'm going to stay. How am I going to sleep? Am I going to be okay? Am I going to struggle with the walking? <laughs> and this is usually the, the worries before, before yeah. the program starts, until you start actually walking. Um, uh, but sorry, I, I cut you off. No, no, yeah, I was just saying that, I mean, that's before, but then during the walk, you suddenly understand, okay, this, this, and this, I can, you know, write them off the list because they are not really a pressure. They are not really a worry. And then you start looking more inside and uh, you think about, okay, I have these thoughts. I have this experience. Uh, sh should I? Can I? Uh, would it be a good thing to, you know, to share it with other participants? And, and sometimes you are even thinking about this and the person that you are walking with starts literally sharing the whole life and aspects that you would even dare sometimes even to think about them 
and you think, okay, forget about it. I mean, obviously, I should do it. I, I should be open. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. That is usually the most powerful way in which uh, people get actually relaxed and, and open about things is actually when you, when you see others sharing and you see how, um, how enlightening and how lighter they become after doing that, because this is very interesting. When you share your thoughts, uh, when you put them out, because of the the neurological processes, you had to process you had to process your thoughts into language, yes. and then you had to speak it out, and you had to think it in a way that you could communicate to others. So these all were efforts from different parts of your brain to organize your thoughts, yeah. and this usually makes them much more clear. And then when you get feedback it really makes it uh, much more uh, easy to cope with and to deal with because you realize that what might seem to you as the biggest problem of the world, well, probably other people are dealing with problems which are as big or even bigger yes. or sometimes that humble your prob problems, I mean. And uh, so when you, you go into this dynamic of sharing and, and getting feedback and giving feedback and listening to other people, it really makes everything so much easier and so so much lighter, and, actually, which is as if your backpack was becoming lighter and lighter by the day. Absolutely. And, and there's so much more than words, right, Noon? Because I, I'm, I, I'm oh, yeah. right now, you know, I, I'm seeing inside my eyes, uh, inside my mind, some, some, some little movies from, uh, <laughs> from our programs. And I, I recall one day that uh, I was walking with someone that I really understood that person wanted to share something very deep. It was very difficult. And uh, it was uh, it was absolutely beautiful because the person started talking. I think it didn't cross more than 10 words. We both understood perfectly what uh, what this person was talking about. We made silence and we walk side by side maybe for 45 minutes with few, you know, few sobbings in a way, maybe a couple of tears. And we were talking in deep silence. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, this sharing will come when it's the right time and, and in the right way in format. So there is no pressure whatsoever. But if the pressure is too much, maybe it's a good thing for you to let it go. It's, um, it's a good learning from, um, you know, from from few kilometers that we've done with this beautiful people mm -hmm. which probably take us to to our sixth step on this kilometer zero mm -hmm. um and uh, it's funny because quite often this is a, a picture on on our uh, survival kit and uh, as you know Nunu, this is a podium <laughs> and it's not by chance yeah. it reminds a little bit this uh, you know olympic ceremony so you have you know, the first, the, the first, second, <laughs> the third. Yeah. And they are not the same, right? And why do you no, think they're, they're not, not the, the same? same. <laughs> well, obviously, because when you think about what, what is most important to you, what is most valuable, what is in your first uh, thought when, if you are in trouble, if you are, uh, if you, if you worry about something, I mean, obviously it's not all the same. We all have different, um, hierarchies of what matters most to us but knowing what it is and actually uh, 
making it clear in my, in our mind can be very helpful because many times we have no doubts about what is when when we ask ourselves we have no doubts about what is most important yes. to us yes but then when we relate that to what actually we are doing with our time with our energy with our um well, mind our minds exactly uh, where we are spending our time and our attention many times we realize we are going moving in the opposite direction so we say well the most important thing in my life are my kids but i devote uh, no time to them so that really doesn't make sense so this gets you into a, a dynamic of um balancing in your life what matters most to you and looking at what is most important when you enroll a walking mentorship program that's very good what, what should it be that's very good. um you know because it, even sometimes we are asked uh, actually quite often what's in it for me you know this so uh, postmodern you know capitalist approach which is if there is nothing for me why you know why in the world i would should I, you know yeah. spend time invest money whatever and uh, it's mm -hmm. quite it's quite uh, shocking because Quite often we we reply, "What's in it for you? It's exactly what you need to get to yourself." Yeah, <laughs> and this is it's up to you. It's up to you. It's pretty <laughs> it's shocking. It's up to you. It's pretty shocking yeah. because what we are saying is that look, it's your life, and that this will require you to take responsibility to be as much autonomous as possible, and then that you decide to have an intentional life. So what's in it for you? It's exactly what you need to have in your life in this moment. That's what's probably, <laughs> you know, one of the, the ways to, you know, like a shortcut to what is most important. But obviously for other people, I would even say that it's also related with, um, with you know, some of the, um, the core values, some of the core values of, of that specific person. And, and sometimes when there's a conflict, when there's something that has been dragging already for some time, you really understand that uh, if this is important for me, why am I not doing it? Or why am I doing something that it's absolutely contrary to what is important to me? And that this is where probably in the programs, things such as purpose, uh, I mean, your purpose, the meaning of it, and the alignment between your purpose and your actions come to play in such a, um, such a visible way. Uh, because if you dare to say that something is absolutely critical, important, I mean, I always pick up this example because later on we'll talk about an exercise that uh, analyzes the way you use time. But I, I, cannot, I cannot avoid to share this story. I mean, in one of the programs, I remember to be walking with a man that was telling me, look, in my life, the most important thing is my wife. And I thought, wow, that's, uh, you know, uh, quite of commendable and mm. honorable feelings. So great. So if in your life, the most important thing is your life. Uh, sorry, if in your life, the most important thing is your wife. Uh, this exercise request to think about how much time do you spend with your wife, which is the most important thing in your life. And after some analysis, I mean, the, the person was even questioning me, you know, does it count the time we spend, you know, sleeping in the same room? Well, no. And what about the meals that we have together with the kids? Well, that's not really, you know, spending time with your wife. And, and I understood that, you know, this guy went on, you know, walking away from me. Obviously, there was kind of smoke coming out of his ears because he was thinking deeply. And struggling. <laughs> struggling. And, 
half an hour later, he came to me and said, look, I have a problem. And I thought, oh my God, you know, it's like you pulled a muscle, something. And he said, no, 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 no. It's much, much more serious than pulling a muscle. I realized I don't spend any time with my wife, which is the most important person in my life. And I mean, just, well, but that, that's tremendous, huh? That, that's, am yeah, that's amazing. But it's, uh, it's also the, the fastest way to fix it. I mean, once you gain connection with that, you gain awareness of that, then you can do something to change it. Because uh, as we mentioned before, I mean, when, we, when you are rushing through the train of life, I mean, we are all traveling at amazing speed, moving without even uh, seeing the, the, the views, you know, we're just rushing through life. And we lose sight of these obvious things that are right in front of our eyes. So when you come to one of these programs and you actually take time to stop and look at your life, this in itself is such a powerful exercise and such a revealing exercise that you can immediately, even if there are just a few little changes you can bring into your life, it will for sure help you to move to the best version of yourself, or at least to a better version of yourself than the one you are right now. Yeah. And this, in, in this perspective of continuous improvement and, um, and looking at this as a path and not a destiny. So this in itself is already uh, amazing. But Ron, let me ask you, is there any music that you would like to, to bring to our podcast? Oh, oh, yes, there is. I mean, this is a classic for me. <laughs> I think in any interview, if I'm asked for a music, I always choose the same one, uh, which is, uh, you know, it gives me a lot of peace because it means that I'm very consistent <laughs> in this in this aspect of my life. Um, I, I'm going to choose uh, Imagine from, from John Lennon. So it's, um, it's a music. Imagine that. Imagine that. And I think it's very much related with my notion of hope, which I understand it's probably one of the, 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 the critical fuels in my life. When I connect hope with imagine, imagination and imagination, the capacity to imagine with hope, um, life makes so much more sense because you don't do that looking backwards. You have to do that exercise looking forward, meaning, you are improving and hopefully that's that's a little bit the plan you know as far as we continue on this journey here it's to continue to improve so let's listen i'm sure that everybody knows it so it's more of a reminder <laughs> yeah but it's always always a good reminder and always a pleasure to listen to so let's listen to imagine Imagine there's no country 
Okay, so I hope you had the, you know, the opportunity to revise a classic music that uh, maybe brought to you the same good feelings that it always brings to me. So, <laughs> and yeah. here we are, Nuno, right on, on the last step of Kilometer Zero. Yeah, my focus question. My focus. This is a, a really uh, important um, aspect of this exercise. I mean, usually this helps to set the tone for the whole mentoring program. So actually it, it more or less defines where you are going to place your energy throughout mm -hmm. the program. Yes. Um, and it is, um, uh, I mean, it's sometimes challenging to define what is your focus question. What is the, the question that is more determining in your life right now? Uh, and usually most participants begin with two or three options, but then uh, after a few more exercises, I mean, we, this is a continuous process, then it usually becomes very clear. Yeah. Other times it is totally clear and people go straight for their focus question with absolute clarity. And sometimes, which I find very uh, interesting and sometimes very challenging, people set up a focus question which is totally out of line with what they really need. And that is just diverting, you know, just, okay, so I'm really worried about my marriage. So I'm going to say that my focus question is, how am I going to get promoted? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is very funny how, how we can try to, you know, uh, divert ourselves, yes, yes, divert, yes. because I mean, this is about ourselves. This is not, this is not for the mentor. This but is not but, for but the let's, this is let's not be for... gentle. I think that in this very first exercise, quite often people, are still in doubts if they should do this exercise for themselves or to please third parties. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's okay. And, uh, and uh, actually, I would even add one more reality that it happens quite often. I would say that uh, when we ask what is your focus question, people come up with a list of, you know, four or five focus questions yeah. and say, well, these are the five questions I want to focus. And then you have to help you know, and, and explain that no one yeah. really focus on five things at the same time. And throughout, obviously, throughout the exercise, then we, we help to kill <laughs> some of the questions. And usually you get so much closer to the one that you really need to focus. Another, another aspect is that, you know, when you do this exercise regularly, and it can be once a year, uh, I mean, depending on the years, I mean, 2020 probably you needed to do two or three times and when you look yeah. at your focus question and i'm you know thinking about my own at the moment um it's 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 amazing because if you keep track of your progress you really see yourself evolving and developing and then you go back and you think you you understand okay this focus question is answered done now let's move on and probably you understand it is time to reinitiate um you know the the the, the whole process but uh, i have a question for you nun what is the focus question with this pod podcast for walking mentorship <laughs> well i would say that the focus question for our podcast is can we bring the walking mentorship um reality or experience closer to more and more people all over the world yeah um, I, I truly believe this is a, a transforming methodology. Mm -hmm. I, it has helped me immensely. I have seen it help other people immensely. Um, I have never seen it do any harm to anyone. And I mean, I've been in a few programs with a few 
people. Um, so it's actually um, it's actually to almost to spread the good news, uh, not not reaching out, uh, not not going overboard, but just I mean, if more people that can benefit from it can learn from it and can understand and maybe even just get uh, some input from this podcast that can help them in their lives this is this is already great yeah, so, absolutely um, absolutely or even if you can finish the podcast and try to answer the first question of the kilometer zero how do i feel today yeah <laughs> that could already be <laughs> that could already be great you know a good, uh, a good first you, step absolutely yeah it can be a great first step and if you answer it honestly it for sure will help you in your life and obviously that uh this is just the the the, the very beginning of uh our exercise of sharing our experience bringing as well other people that uh, have uh, activities and um, have been doing things that are very very much related with our philosophy and hopefully uh in the coming uh podcasts you will have the pleasure to um meet incredible beautiful people <laughs> Oh, we will for sure. We will have great guests to to share their experience with us. Uh, we are really looking forward to to share our ideas and our thoughts with with other people that are also trying to move towards the best version of themselves. So this is a, a path that will keep on moving throughout the the next months. We will bring one podcast per month. Uh, we don't want to bother people too much. We just want to do a little provocation. And I, we believe that once a month is a good rhythm. Absolutely. And uh, I guess that, um, you know, it's left to say thank you very much, Nuno, for uh, giving thank me you, the chance to interview in our first, first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shared interview. Thank you. And uh, I really hope our uh, listeners will enjoy our podcast that it can be of some use to them. Yeah. And for me, it was a pleasure. So yeah. thank you very much. You're welcome. So I guess until then, you know, keep walking, keep walking with me, keep walking with us. <laughs> Let's keep walking. Step by step, we walk together towards the best version of ourselves. For more information about our mentoring programs, visit our website walkingmentorship.com Keep Walking With Me, it is a podcast inspired by the Walking Mentorship Experience.